Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 9, Abimelech's Conspiracy. And Abimelech, the son of Jerubbabel, went to Shechem to his mother's relatives and spoke to them and to the whole clan of the household of his mother's father, saying, Speak now in the hearing of all the leaders of Shechem. Which is better for you, that seventy men, all the sons of Jerubbabel, rule over you, or that one man rule over you? Also, remember that I am your bone and your flesh. And his mother's relatives spoke all these words on his behalf in the hearing of all the leaders of Shechem. And they were inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said, He is our relative. They gave him seventy pieces of silver from the house of baal Berith, with which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows, and they followed him. Then he went to his father's house of Ophrah, and killed his brothers, the sons of Jerubbabel, seventy men on one stone. But Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubbabel, was left, for he hid himself. All the men of Shechem and all Beth Milo assembled together, and they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar which was in Shechem. And when they told Jotham, he went and stood on the top of Mount Gerizim and lifted his voice and called out. Thus he said to them, Listen to me, O men of Shechem, that God may listen to you. Once the trees went forth to anoint a king over them, and they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my fatness with which God and men are honored and go to wave over the trees? Then the trees said to the fig tree, You come, reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, Shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go to wave over the trees? Then the trees said to the vine, You come, reign over us. But the vine said to them, Shall I leave my new wine which cheers God and men and go to wave over the trees? 
Finally, all the trees said to the bramble, You come, reign over us. The bramble said to the trees, If in truth you are anointing me as king over you, come and take refuge in my shade. But if not, may fire come out from the bramble and consume the cedars of Lebanon. Now therefore, if you have dealt in truth and integrity in making Abimelech king, and if you have dealt well with Jeroboam and his house, and have dealt with him as he deserved. For my father fought for you, and risked his life, and delivered you from the hand of Midian. But you have risen against my father's house today, and have killed his sons, seventy men on one stone, and have made Abimelech, the son of his maidservant king, over the men of Shechem. Because he is your relative, if then you have dealt in truth and integrity with Jeroboam and his house this day, rejoice in Abimelech, and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech and consume the men of Shechem and Beth Milo. And let fire come out from the men of Shechem and from Beth Milo and consume Abimelech. Then Jotham escaped and fled and went to Beer and remained there because of Abimelech his brother. Shechem and Abimelech fall. Now Abimelech ruled over Israel three years. Then God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the son of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech so that the violence done to the seventy sons of Jeroboam might come, and their blood might be laid on Abimelech, their brother, who killed him, them, and on the men of Shechem, who strengthened his hands to kill his brothers. The men of Shechem set men in ambush against him on the tops of the mountains, and they robbed all who might pass by them along the road. And it was told to Abimelech. Now, Gael, the son of Ebed, came with his relatives and crossed over into Shechem, and the men of Shechem put their trust in him. They went out into the field and gathered the grapes of their vineyards and trod them, and held a festival. And they went into the house of their god and ate and drank and cursed Abimelech. Then Gael, the son of Ebed, said, Who is Abimelech and who is Shechem that we should serve him? Is he not the son of Jeroboam and his Zebul, not his lieutenant? Serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shechem, but why should we serve him? Would therefore that this people were under my authority, then I would remove Abimelech. And he said to Abimelech, increase your army and come out. When Zebul, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gael, the son of Ebed, his anger burned. He sent messengers to Abimelech deceitfully saying, behold, Gael, the son of Ebed and his relatives have come to Shechem and behold, they are stirring up the city against you. Now, therefore, arise by night, you and the people who are with you, and lie in wait in the field. In the morning, as soon as the sun is up, you shall rise early and rush upon the city. And behold, when he and the people who are with him come out against you, you shall do to them whatever you can. So Abimelech and all the people who are with him arose by night and lay in wait against Shechem in four companies. Now Gael, the son of Ebed, went out and stood in the entrance of the city gate. And Abimelech and the people who were with him arose from the ambush. When Gael saw the people, he said to Zebul, Look, people are coming down from the tops of the mountains. But Zebul said to him, You are seeing the shadow of the mountains as if they were men. Gael spoke again and said, Behold, people are coming down from the highest part of the land, and one company comes by the way of the diviner's oak. Then Zebul said to him, Where is your boasting now with which you said, Who is Abimelech that we should serve him? Is this not the people whom you despise? Go out now and fight with them. So Gael went out before the leaders of Shechem and fought with Abimelech. Abimelech chased him, and he fled before him. And many fell wounded up in the entrance of the gate. Then Abimelech remained at Aramah, 
But Zebul drove out Gael and his relatives so that they could not remain in Shechem. Now it came about the next day that the people went out to the field and it was told to Abimelech. So he took his people and divided them into three companies and lay in wait in the field. When he looked and saw the people coming out from the city, he arose against them and slew them. Then Abimelech and the company who was with him dashed forward and stood in the entrance of the city gate. The other two companies then dashed against all who were in the field and slew them. Abimelech fought against the city all that day, and he captured the city and killed the people who were in it. Then he raised the city and sowed it with salt. Then all the leaders of the tower of Shechem heard it. They entered the inner chamber of the temple of El Berith. It was told Abimelech that all the leaders of the tower of Shechem were gathered together. So Abimelech went up to Mount Zalman, and he and all the people who were with him. And Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a branch from the trees and lifted it and laid it on the shoulder. Then he said to the people who were with him, But you have seen me do hurry and do likewise. All the people also cut down each one of his branch and followed Abimelech and put them in the inner chamber and set the inner chamber on fire over those inside, so that all the men of the tower of Shechem also died, about a thousand men and women. Then Abimelech went to Thebes, and he camped against Thebes and captured it. But there was a strong tower in the center of the city, and all the men and women with all the leaders of the city fled there and shut themselves in. They went up on the roof of the tower. So Abimelech came to the tower and fought against it and approached the entrance of the tower to burn it with fire. But a certain woman threw an upper millstone on Abimelech's head, crushing his skull. Then he called quickly to the young man, his armor bearer, and said to him, Draw your sword and kill me, so that it will not be said of me, a woman slew me. So the young man pierced him through, and he died. When the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, but each departed to his home. Thus God repaid the wickedness of Abimelech, which he had done to his father in killing his seventy brothers. Also God returned all the wickedness of the men of Shechem on their heads, and the curse of Jotham, the son of Jerubbabel, came upon them. really see with Judges 9 that there's there's a couple of um, big messages here for us. One, you can see that that Abimelech just taking it upon himself to make things right the way he wants, he, he knew he needed the support around him. So he went and he, he gathered the support from his relatives on his mother's side and he basically con- convinced them to join him in his fight. And um, that's never a good thing. When it, the, one of the biggest differences between Saul and David is that Saul went around trying to gather support uh, because really he knew he was in the wrong. But David didn't need to do that. David did not go and gather support. He just left. And because the people knew that David was in the right, David had a lot of people who followed him. He didn't ask them to follow him. In fact, he told them, guys, this is my fight. You don't need to worry about it. And they still said, no, we're with you. You are our king. So um, we don't need to do that. That's actually really bad. It's almost, it's kind of a form of, form of gossip when you're trying to spread, um, spew division to try to get people to come to your side rather than just speaking truth and letting God deal with it. So that's one thing another thing here you can see that whenever the younger brother Jotham when he was hiding 
uh, because he saw that all his other brothers were killed by Abimelech, which there's a, there's a whole other thing right there. Rather than trying to live with opposition, he decided just to take them out. And that is sheer evil. That is sheer evil to just get rid of those people who may oppose so that you can keep all of the power. That's not biblical. Well, it's negatively biblical. But uh, what Jotham does is he goes and he comes out of hiding and he he's very intentional. He goes to Mount Gerizim, which is, that's the same mountain where uh, Moses stood or where the people stood who uh, yelled out the blessings. They yelled out the blessings. And so uh, at the other mountain, they were yelling at the cursings. And at this mountain, they were yelling at the blessings. And of course, the people would prefer the message coming from Mount Gerizim. So he's going and he knows what he'd like to see as the outcome. But he's he's not trying to gather the people to him. He's asking in truth, if this is the way that it is, then respond this way. But if it's not, if it's really, if there's another truth, then respond a different way. So he knew the truth. He was just seeing if the people knew and seeing basically who was with him. But through all this, you can see that it didn't take long. Within three years, God um, made sure, he ensured that the wickedness that uh, Shechem for supporting Abimelech, and also the wickedness of Abimelech, which was a curse that was handed down from Jeroboam, of course, who was Gideon. Remember, Gideon did some great things, but God said, I don't want you to do this and think that you are solely responsible. I want everyone, including you, to know I, God said, I am the one who made this happen. But exactly the way God anticipated, that's the way Gideon responded. And therefore, um, he was renamed Jeroboam, which is really a self-appointed Lord. So um, God ensured that they got what was coming to them. Um, You know, I read also in a scripture recently that forgiveness does not mean there's no consequence. Forgiveness is forgiveness is important for uh, as a process of, you know being cut from the bondage of the guilt but the consequence still remains just because God forgives us does not mean that we don't have a consequence for our bad behaviors so father thank you that you love us thank you that that you make it so easy. You, you give us examples of what not to do as well as giving us a, a marvelous example of what to do. I just pray that we can live our life as Jesus lived his, that we could diligently pursue obedience to your word, and that we could uh, also diligently pursue uh, life and words and actions that are honoring of that sacrifice that Jesus made for us. Um, Father, help us to be worthy of every, every blessing that you give us. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.